Welcome to another installment of Cracking Open, the podcast brought to you by the Sage Circle. In this series, I interview Sage Circle members to find out about their intuitive journey and development. Today's guest is Diane, an amazing woman who has walked through so much in life, including the loss of her son. Diane shares with us the unique way her intuition presented itself as a child, some of the intuitive experiences she had as an adult, and how she's able to connect with her son today. Let's jump into Cracking Open. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information. Welcome to another episode of Cracking Open the Podcast. I am here with Diane, one of our circle members. Diane, I am so glad you're here with me today. Thank you, Bo. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am too. I love these meetings. I love getting to know the members better and finding out about their journey because everyone's journey is so different. So let's jump in with you. Tell me a little bit about your intuition. When did it start? How did that develop? How did that develop for you? Oh my. Um, when I was a kid, I first learned that I had something, I didn't know what it was, and I was uh, talking to other people, and my mother would come in and say, Diane, who are you talking to? And I said, there's people there, mom, don't you see them? And she's like, no, those are your, just your imaginary friends, and she kind of blew it off and walked away. So throughout my childhood, I felt like I was different from everybody else. Um, I actually had gone into the hospital a few times with stomach issues. And, um, you know, my mom would say, what's wrong with your stomach? And I said, it just hurts, mom. I don't know. It hurts. It hurts really bad. And I would point to it. So they put me in the hospital and they, um, they ran tests on me. The doctors ran tests on me and they could not find anything. I was in two, three times and they couldn't find anything at all. And they told my mom that it was just my imagination. It was in my head and that um, maybe something happened, you know, that maybe one of my sisters or brothers might have said something to me that um, threw me off and made me think that my stomach hurt. But then as I got older and um, I started to develop my intuition a little bit more, I knew that it was not, I knew that it was not, um, what they said it was. So I was actually, now that I think back on it, I was actually picking up on the, the energies of other people. And my stomach would, would hurt from that, from the bad energy I was picking up. Got it. Got it. So how did you put those two together? Um, I went, when I got older, I actually had some um, uh, some interactions with people. So my first one, I had like three of them. And my first one was with my father after he passed away. I was driving and I was driving pretty fast to my mom because my mom was very upset and I wanted to get there. And he appeared in front of my car and he's like, as I was driving, he's like, Diane, slow down. 
he said, you don't need to be going so fast. Your mother will be okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, that, it was a shocker. And I was driving yet at that. So um, I pulled off the road and I'm like, dad, is that you? He's like, yes. He said, it's me. He goes, I have something to tell you. He said, I'm okay. He goes, I want you to take care of your mother. And then he, then he was away. He, he was gone. That was a shocker. That was like my very first, as I was an adult, that I seen that. And then the second time I, I actually didn't see this person, but she came to me. I was at a boyfriend's house and it was, he had lost his wife and I was staying overnight that night with him. He had gone to work. He had got called into work and gone to work. So I was there by myself and I kept seeing the lights flicker and I'm like, what's going on? So, um, I went upstairs and I checked the lights and I'm like, well, they seem to be okay. I checked the bulb and everything. They seem to be okay. And, um, I came downstairs. I couldn't find my car keys. I'm like, okay, where on earth did I put my car keys? I know I sat them there. And, uh, so I turned to walk away and I came back and my car keys were there. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Somebody's in this house. Mm-hmm. And then the lights started flickering again after I said that. And that scared me. So I grabbed my car keys and I left. <laughs> but make a long story short, this, this uh, lady, this wife of my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, she followed me in my car. She okay. was in my car while I was going home. And I'm like, and I could feel her beside me. I didn't see her, but I could feel her. And I'm like, what? I said, what do you want? I said, what's wrong? What did I do? And I heard her say in my mind, I didn't, you didn't do nothing. I don't want you with him. I want you to get away from him. Oh, I said, I'm like, why? And she wouldn't talk to me. She just said, I'm not going to go nowhere. She said, until you leave him. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So I went home and I called my intuitive friend and I said to her, I need help because she can actually see them and, and speak with them better. Mm -hmm. And so she she had me go to her house and uh, this lady came with me and she's seen her and she's like, you know, what do you, what do you want? What, what's the matter? And she goes, I will let her alone if she leaves my husband. She doesn't know who he is. He isn't the person he says she is. And he, she needs to leave him. When she leaves him, I will let her alone. So I had to call him up and tell him that I couldn't see him anymore. And I broke his heart and I told him why, but he didn't believe me. Okay. He's like, that, that I don't believe you. And I said, I'm sorry, this is what your wife is telling me. And this is what I have to do. And after that, she let me alone. And did you find out anything later of that you wouldn't have been okay? Or did you get any uh, feedback later? No, I didn't. Nope. She just you let just me alone. Right and trusted it. Um, yeah, she just wanted me to let her let him alone because he he wasn't to be trusted, more or less. What he was telling me um, wasn't true. So and what he was telling me was that he had all this money and all this, this um, oh, like boats and all kinds of cars and stuff like that. And I don't know why he told me that, because I would have never been after money. Right. And she just said what he's telling me is not true. 
and you trusted it. And so you, at that point in your life, <clears throat> so as a small child, so as a small child, you, uh, you knew people were in the room and you would have a physical reaction to it. And then as you got older, then your next interaction was with your dad and this woman as well. And so, and both of those, what I'm hearing is that you felt them and you could hear them in your mind, but mm -hmm. you couldn't see them at this point. Right, right. Okay. And, and then there was a third. Yes, there's a third. There is. Okay. <laughs> so, and this is kind of touchy for me, Bo. Um, it's a little bit touchy. So, you know, for me to say it, for me to put it out there is a big thing. And this has to do with my son who passed away. Um, so three days after he passed, I seen him sitting at my kitchen table and he was in the chair that I called mine because I was the captain of the table. It was, we always joked around that way. Nobody's yes. allowed to sit in that, that chair, only me because I'm the captain. Well, needless to say, I saw my son sitting in that chair three days after he passed away. And I, I wiped my eyes and I'm like, no, no, that's not him. I just want to see him. I just want to believe that he's still with me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I dismissed it. And he was doing all kinds of things. Like he was playing with my cat. And then he went to my daughter's house and he was knocking shelves off of the uh, walls. And, and then he was uh, playing with my grandson and um, finally, you know, I called my daughter and I was really upset. And I said, look, I said, I, I think I seen Tyler, but I'm not sure that was him. I, I mean, I was really, really in distress, really grieving. And it, it was bad. And she's like, okay, mom. She said, I think he was here too. And then she told me what he did. And I said, okay. I said, um, we're going to have to get in touch with somebody. I feel like he needs to talk to us. And she goes, okay, she said, I'm going to call. She called my friend that was intuitive again. And she had us go there and we went there. And to make a long story short, he wanted to tell us that he could not cross over until he spoke with my daughter and I. He needed to talk to us first and then he could cross over. So he talked to us and told us what he needed to say. And he, I could feel him give me a hug. And he said he was going to be okay. He was going to be happy. And I had to let him go. So I told him, I said, it's okay. I said, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I want you to be happy. I seen him in full form. He was wearing, he always wore a hat because he was a farmer. So I seen him in his, his ball cap. I, I seen his white t-shirt he always wore. And like, I could see through him, but I seen him playing his day and I just, couldn't believe it. It was hard for me to believe. And you struggled in that moment, it sounds like, wondering, is this really him or is this grief? Yeah, that's what I, I, I did. I thought it was grief because I wanted him to be there. I did not believe in my heart that he was gone. I, I kept his boots where they, you know, where they always were in front of the door, his coat hung up where I could see it. And I'm like, he's going to come. He's going to come home. And that's what I wanted to believe. So seeing him like that, you know, it's just, it really threw me off. I completely respect that. What a, it's a, such a difficult thing to walk through and only someone that has been through what you've been through can truly understand it. Yeah, exactly. And, and grief is so overwhelming 
especially going through a grief that deep. Yeah, it is. It, it, it truly is. It's just, you know, your own child is one of the hardest things. And I don't, would not ever, you know, wish it on anybody. Absolutely. Did you continue to communicate with him after he crossed? I did not because I didn't know how. I didn't know how. And I, so I didn't, but I know I kept having psychics going to psychics and they kept communicating, um, you know, for me. And he would tell me all this stuff, you know, about how I was um, a light worker. And my grandmother came to me and she's like, you're a light worker. And I got upset because at that point I had no clue what, a, what was a light worker, you know? And I said, I said to the psychic, why would my grandmother say I'm a light worker when I'm a hard worker? <laughs> that's fantastic. She giggled and she goes, no, wait a minute. She goes, that's not what she means. So she explained to me what a light worker was. So from that point on, I started looking into things and I started developing. And a few years later, then I found Jill. I don't know how, I honestly don't know how, but I found Jill. And then I did the SAGE method. And that's what really, really helped me. Wonderful. So you started to open your intuition up more, mm -hmm. probably Googled Lightworker. Yeah, I did. I Googled, <laughs> I Googled a lot though. <laughs> yeah. Google's our friend in the beginning. It absolutely is. And you walked through the SAGE method course mm -hmm. and continued to practice. Yeah, I did. Those practices that you had in there were amazing and really helped me open up. And in the meantime, I was meditating, but, and I was talking to my son, like he would come to me and while I was meditating, he would talk to me and I kept asking if it was him and he would be like, yes, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how we, you know, communicate through meditation. Perfect. That that's is awesome. And it's, and it's, it's so touching. It's just so touching to hear that you, you can sit with him and communicate with him in those moments mm -hmm. and that you trusted yourself. You worked hard and you, you worked on honing your intuition to, to be so connected, to be able to do that is an incredible thing. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm so happy that I found your course and, and so happy that you know, I took it because I was skeptical. I, I had other run-ins with other psychics that wasn't very good. And I'm like, I don't know. And something kept telling me in my head to do it, to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And it turned out wonderful. I'm glad I listened to my intuition again. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. So moving forward now, living day to day, I understand that you're kind of stepping into doing readings. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I'm in other groups where I'm an approved reader and I, um, I do posts asking for a, um, a picture of the sitter so I can actually take my time and look at that picture and um, read, read them. So I do love readings and I do general readings and uh, I, I sit with their picture for about maybe 20 minutes to a half hour and just look at it just look at their picture and, and it, things just start coming to me in my head. And while they're coming to me, I'm typing, typing in everything. And it's, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. Do you find that each one gets a little bit easier? I mean, every now and then 
you know, the third, the fourth one, the 17th one might be kind of tough, but do you find overall as you continue to do these reading sessions that they're getting easier for you? Yeah, they do get a lot easier. Absolutely. Yeah, it seems like my, um, my intuition is flowing more and better. You know, it's easier for me to get the information. Nice. And do you use your intuition for yourself in your day-to-day life as well? I do. Yep. I started doing that. I didn't, at first I didn't listen to it, but now I am. (laughs) Now I am. And it's amazing. I manifested a job and um, when I manifested that one job, I'm like, I only want one, but I started getting a bunch coming in. It was like three or four of them. And I was getting hired here and there. You know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Okay, which one do I decide on? And then I finally did pick one. I what I did was weigh out all the options and the one that had that was better for me, I I chose. So what does manifesting look like for you? You sit down and you say, okay, I want to manifest a job. I'm asking this question because to hear that you manifested a bunch of jobs that you had to pick from, I know there's a few listeners going, ooh, how'd she do that? So uh, tell us, so what does that look like for you to sit down and purposely manifest? I actually used your um, one email that you sent to us about manifesting. And um, what I do is picture, there's three things that you said to picture, three mm-hmm. things that you, that you want. And so I pictured those three things that I really wanted and I seen them in my mind's eye. And I did an affirmation on all three of those things. And just kept doing it for um, probably I did it for like three weeks, maybe. And then I started manifesting, you know, my jobs. All I wanted was a, you know, a a happy to be happy in my career. And then I would picture what I would be happy doing. And there was consistency there, too. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was. I did it. I did it every day. Once a day, I would do it. And uh, I would do that first thing in the morning when I got up. And then you've got multiple jobs to pick from. I did. I did. It was, it was amazing now. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I manifested this. Isn't that fantastic? So you had patience, you had consistency, you had technique, you didn't overdo it. You just, you know, once a day, I'm just committed to sitting down and making sure that this gets done once a day, kind of like brushing our teeth. Well, that's twice a day, but you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And you stuck with it. I absolutely love that. And I was going to ask like, what positive results do you see? But that's a big one right there. Yeah. I did it for like five minutes every day, every single day, right away in the morning. Um, I like to do my stuff, you know, right away when I get up. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So in the SAGE circle itself, so you took the SAGE method course, which is the the seven-week course. In the SAGE circle membership itself, the online spiritual membership, I'm curious to find out now knowing about you opening your intuition, doing readings, and having incredible success with manifesting, what areas of the circle do you find yourself um, magnetically drawn to the most, or what areas do you find help fill you up every day? Um, I like the people that are in the circle that we can communicate back and forth with. If you have a question, they're all there ready to jump in in with you. Um, Just being around like-minded people is is amazing and it has helped me so much, so much. Doesn't it just shift everything? Yeah. 
being around the like-minded people to not be um, so isolated with your experiences. Yeah. Yep, because I was alone. I have one friend that um, that she will um, do things with me with this, but there's that's it. That's all I have, and I can't always go to her with everything that I have. And it's really nice to have a circle, you know, of people that that can help you, that can be there for you, give you support if you need it, and answer you know the questions that you might have. Absolutely. So Diane, I've listened to this incredible journey of yours, in, an incredible journey of yours, from youth, having these experiences and seeing people, to uh, moving forward, seeing your father, uh, seeing your son. I mean, that just, that my heart. And moving forward beyond that to even, not beyond that, but moving forward to fulfilling more of your intuition and more and being committed to it. And practicing and having patience. And now here you are today doing readings. What is a piece of advice that you would give someone else on their spiritual path? I would tell them to go with their intuition, to never doubt it. And because it, it will never fail you ever. Mm-hmm. And also to do the sage, the sage method, because that is, that is, it's an awesome program and they will open up. Yeah. Always trust. It's, the trust piece is hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. Always trust your intuition. I felt really empowered listening to your story about uh, the boyfriend, because that's a big step to step out of a relationship to trust your intuition that much. Do you look back and are you glad you trusted it? I am glad. Yeah. 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 Because I'm where I am right now, I'd never change it for the world. There you go. There you go. I think it was supposed to happen that way. I I really do. And, you know, he probably wasn't for me, you know, but I I felt bad because he cried and he didn't believe me and I didn't know what else to do. I just knew that I had to get away. It's a tough one when you need to follow your intuition and you're honoring it, but it doesn't jive with human logic, especially in relationships and things like that. And it's a tough one, but you know what, Diane, you did it. Yeah. Yep. I did. And I'm happy where I'm at right now. I wouldn't change it for the world. I have, you know, the most wonderful man in my life that supports me through anything. He loves it that I'm doing, you know, doing this with the readings and following you and doing the courses. And he just absolutely loves it. And I'm also a Reiki healer. So I'm attuned to, to Reiki and I'm going to actually open up my own business doing that as well. So I'm, I'm all excited. I actually got offered a place to, to open it up in. It's just a small place to start, but I manifested that also. I love it. You're a manifesting machine. I think that that's fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. And I'm so excited to hear your journey. Thank you for coming on here with me today to share it. You're very welcome, Bo. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Diane.